Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. I want to share with Tzvi a theory. I don't know I'm right. Aaron, I'm curious. I'm, I'm, I'm a shtickle afraid. This is on tape. I was talking to David that it could be like a theory not to put out that you say, Mechetesi, why is it better to tell you who the Schwimmer theory than to say it on a recording? But on a friend knows that you're, you, can, you can express to a friend that I'm not saying, there's a lushen of a Gemara and Gittin. Lefisha anu nizdam me nasa maisa. Just because we're talking in the base medrash, should you do it la lamaisa? There's certain things that are conversations in the base medrash. It's not a maskana. Typically, what you put on the tape, you're putting out as a maskana. This is the maskana. It's not a maskana. It's a havamina. Not every svar is said in the base medrash. I have an oddity tzvi. I, 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 I'm trying to figure out if it's a flaw, which might be a flaw or a personality type. A guy like Svi, I'm friends with Svi for a while, Svi thinks, then he talks. That seems like a very smart thing to do. You think, then you talk. I catch myself talking to think. Does anybody relate to that? I'll speak to Maymay. He thinks before he talks. And Maymay knows me. We're good friends. He'll know I'm, I'm saying something not to say this. We're, I'm thinking. I just want to say it. It helps me think. By hands here, who else can relate? I, if, you're not the, that you you think to talk. I sometimes that. What? <laughs> you relate to that, Ravelli? Is that a flaw to think to? to should we stop that? <coughs> or that's a, I. Th- I don't try to stop it. I think it's a way I think. This is getting the conversation going. What? If that's where it comes, Natan says it might comes that it's awkward. You're sitting sure there thinking. <laughs> Natan says that the source of this is you're young and you want to think and it's like awkward or both thinking so you talk to think Natan says you talk to think to like this way while I'm thinking if that was I true I would stop it I don't, I don't there's probably some of that but I'm not sure I'm not sure I'm not sure I'm thinking about it now <laughs> I'm saying I'm Svi, do, do you relate to people talk to think? Right. Yeah. It's interesting. I'm not. I don't know. I don't know if it's like something to work on and to stop doing. Certainly, at some point, you have to develop your thought and say it. There's a speech that, and if you if you if you think if you talk to think. So then you say something that wasn't developed, but that's how you're working. You're working out of say two chavrus in shas. It encourages me that shas looks like people that talk to think, because why does shas record every havamina? So there's there's a discussion. We're talking it out, and you get somewhere in the process. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It's something on the Aaron way in. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that I know. That I know. We know, we'll know our friends who does what. The, the, so I, I know Aaron thinks it, that was thought out to say that. That one he thought before. He's, <laughs> but but I, the vert the why you're afraid to put on tape some certain things you don't put on tape is a friend may may knows when I'm saying when I'm in our conversation that I'm not saying that I'm just thinking and I'm expressing it so we can like. 
as a way of working out that thought. The, to put something out, you're saying, this is my maskana, you're putting it out. So I am saying this as akdama, that, that this is something that I'm curious about. I don't know if this is true. I'm thinking with you, Shlom. I'm sharing it. I'm like saying it to talk it out. Chazal say, Shlomo, three things about Yidin. Three midas that Yidin, that Jews have. And it says we're Rachmanim, Baishanim, and Goim Chasadim. Two out of the three things are so understandable that it's a Jewish midah, that it's a yid. With the Amman Nevchar, with the nation that's closest to Hashem, we literally have a soul and a shama different than all other nations. We literally have a different soul. Yet it's very Nageya Pesach because we were given this soul with Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. We became the Am Hashem with Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. That's our birth. We have a different soul. If anybody has the opportunity to study Tanya, and my hope is that everybody will learn it at some point in their life, you'll see we have a different neshama. Our literal makeup is different than a guy. Goyim are wonderful, they're at Selim Aleikim. But the Banim Lashem have a different soul. We come from a different place. We are literally different than a guy. There's a different human being than a guy. You think differently. You have a soul. You have a neshama. A guy has some neshama. It comes from a different place. If you study Tanya, you can learn about it. He describes where a guy comes from, where a yid comes from. We literally are made up of something different. A goyim are wonderful. They're a yitzir of Hashem. They're a tselem Kim. A guy is to be respected tremendously. A yid comes comes from a di- very, very different place. We are made up differently. We have a soul. We have an neshama. And, and when we say that a yidna have these three midas, so the fact that we're Rachmanim and Goyim Chasadim. Now it's interesting, and this is a good question, what's the difference between Rachmanim and Goyim Chasadim? Chazal say three things about a yid. We're Rachmanim and Goyim Chasadim. Why is that two different things? Rachmanim means we care about people. Rachmanis means pity or love. Very interesting in Shas that the word Racham means to pity somebody. Vuhu Racham Yechaprav and Hashem is Rachmanus. But Rachim, the Gemara in Gitten, our Masechta says, Kamsa Bar Kamsa, he was Rachim, he had a love to one. Very interesting. Rav Fisher in a Sefer, not, not our, the, the Rav Fisher, the Paisik in Eretz Yisrael, speaks about why the word Rachim means love and mercy. It sounds like two different things. You could pity somebody and not like him at all. You see a Nebuch, you pity him, but you have no feelings of love. You see somebody else and you love him and you don't pity him. Guys hate, guys say, don't pity me. Nobody wants to be pitied. You want, we all want to be loved. It's interesting that the word Rachum means to pity somebody, Rachum, and it means to love somebody. That's fascinating. But we're Rachmanim, that we have Rachmanus, that we have compassion and a love for people. That's very Nishamadik. So that I understand, it's a mid of a yid where we have a soul, a, a strong chelik of Hashem, and as such, we have we have a tremendous compassion to people. That's for sure. Gemilus chasadim, isn't that what happens? Acts of kindness. So what does it mean? Yisrael are rachmanim. We'll get to Baishanim in a minute. And goyim chasadim. Of course, they're goyim chasadim. They're rachmanim. So what's the two attributes of Yidin? We love people, we're Rachmanim, we have mercy and we, we, we care, we're Noise Ba'il, we feel somebody else. So we have Rachmanus. 
and we're going like Hasadim Yisrael, we do favors for people, obviously, I mean, that's, wouldn't that, a, a Rachaman is going to be a Goyim El Chesed. It's one of the three attributes that's one and the same. One is the internal experience of being a Rachaman, Rachmanim, and we're going like Hasadim, duh, if you're Rachmanim, Rachmanim will, are there Rachmanim that aren't going like Hasadim? What? Because if you feel, you'll do acts of kindness. Isn't that automatic? Isn't that the inner work? The inner, if you want to look on the inside, what? Well, what? Do the guy, do you know people that are Achmanim? And I always like put a face to it. Don't tell me who. It might not be. So later on, you'll tell me the right. You want to like a face of that. Do you know somebody who's a Rachman but not a Goymel Chesed? Any Goymel Chesed I know is a Rachman. No? The people that do for others, the ex- maybe you could do the external without the internal for mo- ulterior motivations. The pirish of a goymel chesed, l'chayr. See, to call somebody a goymel chesed, doesn't that mean Yosef is a rachaman or not? That what? You have other ulterior motives to do it. Famous. What do you say, Aaron? That's what I wonder. See, the one I, I, Yosef and Yehuda saying there are plenty of people who do chesed organizationally and they get covered. Would you call them a goymel chesed? You're like a, a doer of kindnesses? Maybe. Wouldn't it come, Lidei Mice, if you were such a Rachman? That's what would happen. You'd almost. Yeah, almost, almost. You think like a... There's no there's such thing as lazy. Lazy is the guy who doesn't care. If you care that much, there's no such thing as lazy. There's no, there's no chefs are called lazy. Lazy means you don't care. No chefs are called lazy. There's no like... No, Yehuda? But you're right. There's a guy who's a Rachman. There has to be a blockage why it doesn't carry out. There has to be some... Fascinating that Rachmanim and Goim Lechasadim, they seem very remarkably similar. Remarkably. And it says about the Jewish nation, Rachmanim, Baishanim, and Goim Lechasadim, Rachmanim and Goim Lechasadim seem repetitious. Arye, what are you, Taina? Maish? I think God could do Chesed for the wrong reason. Definitely, I, I hear that. Would you even, Aaron Smilowitz asked on that much, would you call that guy a Goymel Chesed? He's not arrogant. He's not like he likes his name plastered on buildings. He's, he's a, go, a doer of kindnesses. Maybe. So it's funny to say that Yidin, so why does even Mishabeya, Chazal say Yidin, do the actions of? It only matters that Urachmanim Luchayr. Chazal are very pneumistic. Instead of saying, by the way, they also do it. Who cares? <laughs> the only thing that matters that you're Goy Melchesed is that you have the Rachman Olibabai, is that you have the Pneumius of it. So why do you say Rachmanim and Goy Melchesedim? Ravelli, what are you, Taina?
There's a goymel chesed. There's a, in, in, what you tzushtal to maidim. There's a shtikel of Ezi once publicly said the shtikel Torah in Eretz Yisrael, and we could learn the shtikel Torah. What Ellie alluded to. There's something there. I don't want to. I don't want to go there right now. But there's the tzushtal to maidim. There's there's a lot to tzushtal there. That Hashem's. Ravazi publicly said this vart in Eretz Yisrael. Without thinking. The could Gemilus Chasadim? Could you care, but you can't part from your things? You can care. That's a mid of Rachum Rachmanus. But Goimel Chesed is a mid of being able to part from self. Chesed is when you give up, perhaps, for for what you care about. Gemilus Chasadim might mean to take. You might care a lot, but I still can't move. The Rachum is the caring about him. I don't know. I don't know. Greg Kesselman once speak about how, like, I was once there, like, there are people that, like, they feel so bad for him, and then there's a guy who just writes a check. Like, he's not, it doesn't matter what he's doing. The guy needs help. Like, do something. Uh, And it's not the internal. I'm I'm trying to understand it. That's that's what he's saying. It's not a Rachmanus. That's what I'm wondering. It's very, I need to be misspining. Even for a guy who talks to think. So you see there's something called Gemilus Chasadim, even independent of Rachel. It's not like Avram's Midah that he looks for people even if there's no one to have Rachmanesan. I hear what you're saying. The one to give is like a Midah Pneem, has nothing to do. Very intelligent, the friend. I have to like think what that is. It's the one to be. It's an expansion. Lamaisa, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave this. This is not not. This wasn't my plan, but you have to be open for curveballs. We almost learned outside today, so this my what I wanted to speak about, and I wanted to think together about is not even the the, the Rachmanim and Goyim Lechasadim. It's the Baishanim. Rachmanim and Goim Lechasadim, all of us can understand are very neshamadika things. And when a yid has a neshama, so you're very caring about others, you, you care about others in a very, if you want a very deep way of looking at it, a very deep way is in that place where we're very connected. In the place called neshama, we're one. We all come from the same place. It's all a chelak alakamimau. So when a person has a neshama and stells suit to neshama, in that place, you're kind, compassionate, caring, feel very connected to others. So that yidin arachmanim and goim lechasadim makes sense to me. What's this baishanim? Why is Baishanim such a Jewish midah? If you know a Baishan, somebody who's easily embarrassed, feels shy, feels uncomfortable, it's a remarkably Jewish midah. You throw a Baishanim. Now, why is Busha, why, like, where does that, why is that so neshamadik? Why is that a yid, a Baishan? It says that if a guy is a Baishan, be a dua, he stood at my Sinai. You know about him. He was at Arsinai. It's very tyradic to be a Baishan. The, the Chayvis Halvabis writes that Busha's Matzil Menachet. That if somebody's embarrassed, it says Mavera. Now, on a very superficial level and a simplistic level, that's true. Simplistic doesn't make it not true. On a very simplistic level, I'm too embarrassed to sin. And a guy once told me, I compliment him that he didn't go a certain place to hang out with a, a certain type. 
And he said, Rebbe, it wasn't because of tzidkus. He said, I'm just embarrassed. I'm shy. He said, I'm just shy. It wasn't like, a, I'm just too shy to do that, Avera. That's what the guy told me. And the Chayva Salvavis writes that Bushas Matzal Menachet, that embarrassment, shyness, if you will, saves us from Averis. Now there has to be an oymik to that. Is that just like practically? I'm like too, I feel too shy to sin. So this guy said, and it was so funny when he said it, I sensed that he doesn't understand how holy his shyness is. I sensed he was wrong. He's like, don't be impressed, I'm just shy. I'm like, that's what I'm impressed by. Like, what do you think, what do you think Hashem made you shy for? But there's some, what is that? Is it just a quirk that we have like this bad midah called busha? And, but you could use it. So Hashem made this funny midah called I get embarrassed. And it's matzal menachet. Why is it that Yisrael are bayshanim? Why is it that Yisrael are bayshanim? It's interesting. We could have two guys show up to yeshiva. Two guys show up to yeshiva. One guy could be an angry person who's using heavy stuff, something to, to work on his anger, and to the world, he's a dangerous guy. And yet other Adela guys, Mamashi Yeshiva guy, once in a while, he smokes a little bit, he, he needs to numb. And anybody who knows the sugi of addiction, I am frightened from the once in a while guy because he's a Baishan. Because Busha also causes certain difficult feelings that lend itself remarkably to addiction. He's, he's a tremendous, like a deeper tsar. The angry guy who's like expressing, he's cursing and he heals and then he's not angry and then, and then he's, then he's in brisk, steiging, fine. The other guy has a deep tsar. What, that he has that Busha, but that Busha also causes a deep tsar, a deep, Deep discomfort, if you will. That's the face of addiction. The guy who doesn't fit his body. In a deep way, is uncomfortable. Why is that a Yiddish Amida, that a guy's a Baishan? Why is it a Mida? Why is that Neshamadik? Why is that a Yidda Baishanim? What is that? A guy, I see in the yeshivas, and you could sense the holiness comes with a certain busha. What is that? So I want to offer a theory, but if you take this as a maskana, then I'm turning off the tapes and I will turn off my mouth as well. So everybody is masking, this is only a theory and I have no idea the answer to the question. I ask people to research and think, I'm offering something, food for thought. Why Baishan? This is not what I came to learn at the Chavra today, we're learning in Yanni Pesach. This is relevant to Pesach. Now it's relevant to Pesach because we became Yidden. This is the Chag we were born. Am Yisrael was born. So when you speak about characteristics of Am Yisrael, this is when we became into existence. The Chag of Pesach is when Klai was formed. What is it that Yisrael are by Shanim? That they have a busha? What is that? I think by its nature, I think somebody, I think by its nature, the soul coming here by its nature, we're foreign here. We're all foreigners here. This world, to the Mitzvahs of us, we're foreigners here. When we're being the most honest, Yehuda Zelman spoke about honesty, when we're honest, we're, the, we're uncomfortable here. In a Tifa Eifen, the world by its nature, we're Gerim here. 
in the deepest way, you know, like a ger is just like new to this, and an honest ger is like, I'm uncomfortable here. This is like, whoa, like, how do I fit? That's like the deepest place of truth, that the soul here, we're all big neshamas, and a soul here by its nature, there's going to be a discomfort, there's going to be an uncertainty, there's going to be, a, there's going to, that's its nature. The loud guy, do you think like he's, the loud guy was an adjustment of youth. He was very sharp in first grade and he was all geschmacked by recess and in class. The Rebbe fell in love with him the whole class and it works. He tried it on and it works. And his answer to like this discomfort, his loudness, the, a guy once approached me, he's like, he, everybody loves him. And he said, I'm deeply lonely. And it was like such a chedesh to him. I know this is going to surprise you, Rebbe. I have so many friends and I'm lonely. You're the main guy I expect to be lonely. <laughs> of course, your, your trick to be loud and, and this and the geschmack and award, you're the most lonely. You early learned the trick to, to numb the loneliness. Of, but of course... I wonder that Yisrola Baishanim, that it's a Yiddish Amidah to be a Baishan, means you're most Nishamadik. You're most in touch with that place. And there's a Busha. The Busha is an embarrassment, a shyness, a, a sense of discomfort that exists in sensing I'm a little far in here. This is like the person in touch with that Busha, in touch. And I think when it's Matzel Menachet, in a very deep way, and I, was, I was embarrassed to do that. It's in touch with Nisham and, a very, and it, it plays out. The guy was too shy to go hang with them when he shouldn't. In a deep way, he's very, very... And Yisrael stay. We stay by Shanim. And it's Biyadua. He stood at Harsinai. The, the Mechabalat Torah is the person in touch with the soul. The Torah is the, is the food. Is the Chavis describes that the body needs, needs food and drink. The soul needs Tyra, and the soul craves Tyra. It's much like a person doesn't eat and drink, he's starving. After one day, he's ridiculous, two, three, four, he looks, he's, he looks like he's pushed starving to death. The soul, the machal of the soul is Tyra. And the meat of the, of the Mechabal Tyra is a Baishan. He's in touch with that aspect of self. That's what I wonder that Yisrola Baishanim, that they have that midah, that somewhat uncomfortability and learning to like, now I'm, I'm not presenting, of course, we have to come into our body and, 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 and of course there's a degree, an aspect of making shalom, an aspect of getting comfortable that the person works their way into. Till Madragas, it's, you know, till we have Madragas of Yaakov Avinu Loy Mace, that his body became so neshamadik, like everything became Maish Rabbeinu goes to Shamayim with his body. What does that even mean? That's like the most shalom a person made and was miyashe both sides of himself to such a degree. That's what I wonder, the me of Busha. I offer it as a theory, but let's get to, let's get to back to Pesach and Yanim. I wanted to share that. I do want to say, say that when people discover Busha on themselves, that sense, that's not something to be afraid of. It's not something to be afraid of. There's something very neshamadik, very pneumistic about it, very much removing walls and being in touch with something. That's, I do want to share that. Chaim Tzvi, what do you hold of that? B'derech Efsher, B'derech Efsher.
once, so what, once we went this way, then I'm continuing. Once this was the siyat, don't fight, don't fight. Things are ashkacha, things are ashkacha, so let's keep going with Erechse. We spoke about this a few times this year, but I wasn't zayichah to learn this with Daniel. So I want to share this with you. Even on the Shabbos in Eretz Yisrael, I brought it up. Today it seems like we're talking about this topic already, so that I'm going to bring this up fully. We have a mitzvah, I'm sorry, we have a mitzvah daraisa, shmaras chaydesh aviv. Certainly appropriate on one of the first warm days of the year. Shmaras chaydesh aviv. There's a mitzvah daraisa to guard the month. This month of Nisan, shmaras chaydesh aviv. Guard the month chaydesh aviv. Guard this month. Guard this month. What's this mitzvah? What's this mitzvah to guard this month? What does that mean? How do you protect Chaydesh Aviv, the month of spring? So the mitzvah darais is a mitzvah darais to make leap years. We count uh, we count the calendar tzvi based on the moon, and if we kept the normal calendar, twelve month year, each month we went from Nisan year, Sivan Tamazov, El Tishrechesh and Kislev Tevishvat Adar, the twelve month year, and each month would be twenty nine days. Some months will be 30 days. What would happen was, all of us know that the, the calendar of the moon is 11 days shorter than the calendars of the sun. Uh-oh. And what would happen was, the calendar of the sun, the cycle of the sun, is a 365-day trip around the earth. And the cycle of the moon is 354, is 11 days shorter. What happens is, in 11 days shorter, is every single Every single few years, the, the months are going to move away from the solar, the, the seasons go by the sun's trip around the earth. So the seasons, winter, summer, spring, fall, it goes by the sun's journey around the earth. And thus we have seasons, fascinating seasons. And I went way out of order that was, but we, the, the, the seasons, the, and the seasons have to do with the sun's journey around the earth. Now, if we counted only a lunar year, Pesach eventually would fall out in the middle of the winter. And Sukkot would fall out in the middle of the summer. And we would have tremendous, we'd have all backwards, our whole seasons, our whole seasons of, of the Yom Tevim would no longer be aligned to the seasons of the year. Pesach would be in the winter. We're going to discuss. Uh, so what? The mitzvah the rice of Shmaras Chaydesh Aviv, guard the spring, is make sure Pesach falls out in the spring. Very important. Now, why is that important? So the Gemara says that, Hashem, the, the, the Rashi brings the Chazal. Let's just, why is that important? Make sure we have a mitzvah the rice and we make leap years. Do what we do to make sure that Nisan falls out in the spring is roughly every seven, every 19 years, we have seven leap years. Every 19 years, we do seven leap years. If you figure out the math, remember, we're making up. Because it's 11, 11 days short, every three years, it's 33 days. We, by adding an extra month, roughly every three years, it's, it's a little bit more than every three years. It's 33 days. But we add an extra month to our lunar calendar, seven in every 19 years of leap years. And that makes up for the extra month and keeps the lunar calendar working with the, the solar calendar, with the, with the sun. And it keeps Pesach in a nice season. That every year, Pesach, the season's nice. 
Now the simple shot, why do we want the season nice? Pesach time? Says Chazal, it's a, it's the, it's a chaydesh that's kosher latzes. Hashem in his tremendous kindness took us out when the weather was nice. Tremendous kindness. Hashem took out the prisoners in nice weather. It's a big deal. Nice weather is a big deal. We have parents day every year. I always hope it's a beautiful day. It's interesting. I was very excited for Tzvi Winter's return to Yeshiva. It makes me happy that it's a beautiful day. David and I were talking, David, Claire and I were talking about the feelings of returning home, returning to Yeshiva. It matters that it's a pretty day. It just does. It matters a lot, and people have a certain associate, association and feeling. And Hashem took us out of Mitzrayim. It was like beautiful weather. It was a mechayim. We coming out of slavery after 86 years of crazy labor, after 200 years of being in a foreign land, we came out, and it was, ah, it was lichtig, it was nice weather. That's what Hashem did for us. To remember that kindness, we have a chi of daraisa, shmaras chaydesh aviv, to make leap years, to keep Pesach in a nice season, to remember that kindness. Now certainly one could say, remember Mitzrayim is not something that happened, it happens. And it's so interesting that this detail is such an important detail, that we got out and it was good weather. Now it does matter. But you can imagine a guy gets out of a difficult situation. If you ask of Shalom Rabashkin getting out of jail to eight and a half years, would he care what the weather was the day he got out? Sure, it would be cool if he came out into a nice night. If it was pouring and thundering, how much would matter? There's probably a dakman, a dakman, a dak. And every detail, Hashem loves us so much, every detail matters. The world says a mushal. The world says a parable that's a very strong muscle that the difference between a nanny and a mother changing a kid's diaper. A mother and a nanny, if you see somebody changing a kid's diaper, how do you know if it's just duty and responsibility, the hainu is a nanny, or a mother, you're watching, you don't know who this person is, and they're taking care of the needs of the child. How do you know if it was duty and responsibility or love? And the answer is the kiss on the forehead at the end. The mama kisses the baby on the forehead at the end. The nanny does the job. So Hashem took us out, maybe like a duty, responsibility. The ava is displayed by the touch, the kiss on the forehead. So that would be like the marshal of the beautiful weather, the extra, the detail, the nuance. It was even nice when we got out. Beautiful pshat makes a lot of sense. Is it fair to suggest that there's something deeper going on here? That why did Hashem take us out in beautiful weather? And what this hakpada that Yiddishkeit, such an important mitzvah, the Greeks when they were geyser against Klal Yisrael did away from Rishchidesh. The Chinuch learns that Rishchidesh and the mitzvah making leap years are the same mitzvah. But the Chinuch says making leap years and and being mekadesh the chaydesh are the same mitzvah daraisa. If you were attacking Yiddishkeit, like, do away with this mitzvah, it's like a cute, innocent mitzvah of the 613. The Greeks went after this one, Shmaris Chaydash Aviv. And I think there's a deep Yisoyed Yosef. We talk about the soul coming to this earth. And it feels like very, very distant and foreign. The soul, the Helgen Hashem is in this earth, like the Messias Hashem describes its mas, it disgusts in this world. See, as Hashem describes it, the soul is like, are you kidding me? 
Thus a busha, a discomfort, a sense of, do I even belong here? There's a, there's a discomfort, it's mus in this world, the soul. Comes the leap years, and the, the, comes, comes this chi of daraisa to make leap years. How cool is it that in the month of our freedom, we're free, the world itself seems to get free. The world itself comes out of its shackles of winter. The pears start growing, the vegetation, the leaves. The world itself seems to come alive. And I think there's a very big depth that in this world is aligned with the world of, with, with the world of Ruchnius. One can find it's hidden here and it's not always so easy and it's subtle but this world reflects and works together with the spiritual world. It's not the opposite. It's not unaligned. It's not, you can find it all here. If you look, you can, you can be miyashiv. Here you can find Hashem. Here you can experience, it's hidden. It's, it's called Eilam. The very name Eilam means hidden. Eilam is the same word as Helam, which means hidden. It's certainly not open and obvious here. That's the challenge. There are other choices and other ways of viewing things. And other ways. In Shemayim, there's no helm. There's nothing hidden. Here, one can view the world differently. But there's the possibility of finding in this world and living with all the truths of our spiritual world. And the fact that the spiritual world looks beautiful and there's renewal and revival, and that's true in the spiritual world, is what is what a yid is supposed to do. Our job is to make leap years and to be miyashiv and to make those two worlds amazingly consistent. Those two worlds jive and fit, and that's our job, to be ma'aber the shan and make sure what's true in the spiritual world is reflected and is found here. And as such, we have this mitzvah daraisa, make leap years, Keep the spiritual world in sync with the physical world. The physical world connects to the spiritual world. And Hashem did us such a profound favor that the weather was nice when we got out. It certainly felt good. But it also we had a sense that this world that may have seemed in captivity so far and from us, we actually found out Pesach that the world's in sync with us. And at the same time, we were experience, experiencing renewal and freedom. The very world was with us in that freedom. The world itself seems to come alive and break out of its shackles. The physical world and the spiritual world are very, very aligned wow. and very much in sync. This is so many aspects. I have this theory I speak about with my kids that the world works. A lot of people think it's like different drives we have, different types think like there's, there's a broken me with all these physical things. Now the world works. And the world could be in sync if we put things in their place. The world's a beautiful place. With toil and work, and it's a mitzvah Aviv, we can find in this world all the spiritual ideas exist in this world when a person finds it and is in touch with it. That's what I want to say is the pshat in this mitzvah daraisa of Shmar Eschaydish Aviv, of making leap years and assuring that it stays the nice month when we leave Mitzrayim. It's very, very fascinating. Sukkis 
comes out in the winter, the beginning of the winter, Sukkot. At the start, when it gets cold, and there's a famous tour that really, one second, Sukkot should be after Pesach, right after we left Mitzrayim, we went into Sukkot. But a famous tour that if we, if Sukkot would be after Pesach, so you go out into your hut, everybody goes out into their huts. So it became this season, it became this season, the famous tour to show Emuna Bashem. There's something even to keep Sukkot in a season. The whole Sukkot, the whole Yisait of the Chag is Lechtech Achrei B'midbar Beretz Le'zarua is the following Hashem is a yamtiv of faith. We're with you Hashem, we're going after you. And then we keep it in its season, in the, in the start of the winter. When the storms are all coming, that's when we move to our Sukkot. Again, the spiritual and physical worlds being aligned within the difficult times is an opportunity to experience and to express faith in Hashem. And part of our mitzvah, the rice of making leap years, keeps sukkahs at that season, the start of the winter. Vaita, our spiritual journeys of living with Hashem in the, are, are expressed in a physical season of storms and cold and that. It's expressed in the physical season as well. So keeping these two things aligned is important. I have a, I have a shayla, I'm very mesopic. In yeshiva, I see a tremendous happiness in the spring. You could watch physically, guys are more excited and happy. I always wondered, Tzvi, if that's true in Florida and L.A. also. So are they all year round? So let's live in a warm weather place. Are they all year round happier? Or it's only because of the seasons? Because of the rain and the dark. That's interesting. It's interesting. I always wondered that the happiness, Yehuda, if you'd always be in sun, I don't know if it would come. It's the response to winter, to the to the gradual seasons. I don't know. I don't know. I see Tzvi, I'm thinking we should just move to Florida anyways. <laughs> There's definitely an optimism. Whatever the answer to the question, the sun and the sunshine and the world blossoming and blooming creates an optimism. I know yearly in yeshiva there's a specialness to this man, the spring's money after Pesach, has a glory and a beauty yearly that's reflected in, in, in the sunshine, the world flowering and things growing. For sure, for sure it's part of that. Now I don't know, so good, maybe if we move the yeshiva to Florida, we'd have that joy. What do you hold, Yisrael? Would it be all year round, or that's only because that it's a response to a winter and to something else? The contrast. I, th- I think it's the cycle. I think it's a contrast. We go fishing. I don't think so. I think it's pasha to winter. I think. Dovi, what do you hold? I don't. I think it's a response to winter to to a cycle. The joy. It seems pasha to me that it's a response. If you'd have warm weather all year round, I'm not saying you shouldn't indulge, but I think the warm weather all year round, I don't think you would see that spring, that feeling. The feeling a lot is the response to a winter and now things are flowering. But I think going out in the spring and the fact that the world expresses and allows us to experience our own Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, and it exists in the physical world, and you could feel it and relate to it and see it in the physical world, is a lot part of what the Avayi is. 
his his conditions and his want for Avodah Hashem can be found here, lived here through the experience of his life. I want to close with something. Rai Shapiro said something brilliant on Shabbos. Arye, I want you hear Rai Shapiro said that on Shabbos. He, he said something. I want to say something he said on this topic to close with this. Rai Shapiro said that the Beis Hamikdash. It's fascinating. He said the malachis we have on Shabbos are the malachis of construction in the Beis Hamikdash. All the malachis that went on into running the, the Mishkan, the Beis Hamikdash, those are the malachis that are usher on Shabbos. Now anybody would study those malachis. Those are all the items necessary in constructing in the world. On Shabbos we stop being creative. So the, all the items of creativity a human being, on Shabbos we don't do. We express Hashem's the creator. So we stop all the creativity. All the creativity of during the week we stop on Shabbos. Did you ever wonder why it's the Molochais in the Mishkan? What does the Mishkan got to do with this? Why don't we just say all the objects are being creative all week, David, on Shabbos we stop. What's the point on Shabbos? The gig is up. All week we pretend we're creators. Shabbos we acknowledge the truth Hashem's creating. But it doesn't say the tasks we do. It says the tasks that were done in the Mishkan. Now the tasks we've done in the Mishkan just reflect the reality of a world. All those tasks in the Mishkan, those are all the creative activities of man. Is that ever weird to you that all the creati- creative activities of man happen to be all the things we did in the Mishkan? To the point that it's Asr do Malacha on Shabbos. What's Malacha? All the acts in the Mishkan. Now let's say there was no Mishkan. Yisrael, what would be Asr on Shabbos? All the creative acts of man. The same Lamites Malachas. Yet, Aviel, the Lamites Malachas are expressed as the creative acts in the Mishkan. Said Ray Shapiro brilliantly that the lesson that the activities in the Mishkan contain all the activities of life is you find Hashem precisely in life and through life. You don't have to remove yourself from life to find Hashem. That's what Mishkan is. Precisely in the activities of life. It's not a coincidence that all the creative activities of man exist in the Mishkan. That's what the Mishkan is saying. That all the creative activities of man, there you can find Hashem. In all the creative and all the activities of man, one can live with Hashem there. And that's why Mishkan contains all the creative activities of man. All of them done l'shem shamayim, done under the guidance of Hashem. Done all of those activities bring a person to Hashem. That's why in the Mishkan contained all the creative activities of man. On Shabbos we refrain from all the creative activities of man. And guess what? Those are all the activities that were done in the Mishkan. But that's that's why Shapiro brilliantly explained to us brilliant understanding, which is exactly what we're saying, that in this world of activity, of physical labor, this world can reflect, and in this world of physical labor, we can find so much. It says that, Rabbi Shapiro gave this example from Rabbi Yisrael Salantir, it says that Hanoich, the great tzaddik in the Torah Hanoich, was miyached yichudim when he made somebody's shoes. 
Yisrael said, what does it mean? He was miyached Yehudim Pashib Shad as he was saying godly names, having big machshavas. Rabbi Yisrael said he was a shoemaker, he was being godly, he was thinking about making good shoes for somebody else. He was connecting, he was being godly. In the activities of man, Hashem designed the world. Parnassah is amazing. People go to work and they have to, in order to support their own families, they have to like give to the world. Each one gives their own skills. They become godly, giving over, giving of self. And that's the only way they can make money to support. It's like chesed, al-gabe chesed. Work is amazing. Each person giving their activities. It bothers me to no end. I see certain guys going to jobs that are not them. And they don't even believe it's a good thing to give to the world. That's horrific. You know you're like living wrong. You could sell cigarettes and be a millionaire, but your job wasn't to kill people in this world. It wasn't. When you do something sensitive, that's you and your, your, your passion, your way of giving you to the world, and you support your family with that too. It's like deep, deep kindness. And you're living. Hanoi, when he made shoes... He, I have a brother who fixes things. My brother is a holy person. Very, my brother only could fix things. I don't think he'd be able to break anything. He's a fixer deep to his soul. Just makes sense that my older brother fixes for the world. That's what he does. So then he's fixing for the world, supporting his family, doing it honestly. It's godly. It's miyached yechudim. It's literally being Hashem within the context of the activities of this world. I'm saying that's the task in Chaydesh Nisan of Shmaris Chaydesh Aviv. Make leap years and make sure that the physical world doesn't stand in opposing the spiritual world. It would be weird in the spiritual world we're free people and it would be winter. The world's not expressing the truth of the spiritual world. Align the physical and the spiritual. They both should be expressing the same thing. That is the task of Shmaris Chaydesh Aviv. That is Ray Shapiro's what Ray Shapiro said, but Ray Shapiro. Yeah. It's time to leave for a chasna, but I want, we only have Thursday and Friday. We have a Shabbos Kodesh. We have three days left, left, left together to sit and learn. I want to be mechen together for Pesach. Belin Eder tomorrow, we will spend some of first said. We'll have Shiurim, but some of first said are learning more halachis. I want to continue to prepare for the Seder, learning some halachis and machshavis. Of the Seder, we'll do some of first Seder. Tomorrow we'll announce the schedule. There'll be a minion for Mincha next door and second Seder in here. You have been listening to a Shear from ShasIlluminated.org. For other shiurim on many topics, or to hear an Eon shear on any Dauphin Shas, including Myra McClellan's on each shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS, that's 203-312-7427, or email info at shasilluminated.org.